Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The game. Thrilled to have you with us today. Thrilled to be with Alan Styles, Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason. Always enjoy working with you, Alan. Uh, also, because I mean, for many reasons, but knowing that you played, you know, baseball at a high level. I just baseball is such a hard game. I know we have Evan Giddings who works here, and he was a pitcher in college. And I just have great respect for real, true baseball players. You mm-hmm. got to be really disciplined to play that game well. You do, and you have to be okay. It does help for my golf game, at least, because you learn to deal with failure a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Ryan. When I play golf now, kind of like from my baseball days, I'm just trying to make contact. Yeah. I'm just trying to get a piece of it. Just hit it straight. <laughs> just hit it straight. The, yeah. It's not a curveball. Right. It's not a changeup. It's not a fastball, but I'm still having trouble. Yeah. So we've been talking about the Giants in this strange Giants season and what, if anything, they should do at the deadline. And, of course, we've been talking about the Warriors and James Wiseman making his Summer League debut today. That's the plan anyway. Very significant day, hopefully, for James Wiseman and the Warriors. And we're looking at the NBA and everything going on in the offseason. Been following the NBA for a long, long time. There was a time not that long ago, Alan, where the NBA offseason was more like, eh, there's nothing. Oh, there was a trade. Okay, great. And now, it's just been in the last 10 years, the NBA does a really good job of drawing attention to their offseason. In some ways, some of the things that go on with free agency after the draft I think they, people get more excited about that than they do about the day-to-day goings-on in baseball. I would agree with that. I would make the argument NBA free agency is more exciting than probably February of the NBA season. That's a great point. Or January. Yeah. You like have Orlando, Washington on a Tuesday yeah. night. Or where's KD going? Yeah. Beal yeah. signs for $8 trillion mm-hmm. to stay in, in Washington until 2085. Yeah. Remember a year ago? year ago. Well, everything was a little off because of the pandemic and the schedule, but this same time last offseason, a lot of people were like, you got to trade Kaminga and uh, Wiseman and and, and Poole, and you got to get Bradley Beal. You got to bring well, him that caliber. Lucky for you, quite the tease into this 5-1-0 because those trades, they haven't changed. It just changed for who the person is. Oh. 5-1-0. Would you trade Wiggins, Wiseman, Kaminga, and a draft pick for Kevin Durant? Three of the four players are unproven, and the word potential is always overblown. Um, Let's see. I don't think I would. I, then, then I'm in the same situation. I've got an older KD, and then I still have to backfill the rest of my roster, right? And Wiggs got it done last year. Yeah, it's tough, but I will say this. You have to start looking at this money. 
and we were talking about Joe Lake and we were talking about the luxury tax. I have something that I it's I don't want to call it I don't want to say it's 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 just life, Whitey. You're right, by the way. The salary is a great point. The salaries I don't think match or you'd have to give up more than that. So you'd have to. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna take this even further because if you look at the contracts, that 2023-2024 season or that off season, it's going to be interesting. And I don't want to say last dance, but 2023-2024, Kaminga would be up for his rookie extension. Draymond, if assuming he, I believe he can opt in next year, Draymond would be a free agent and Klay Thompson would be a free agent. And at that point, you probably would have already paid Poole and you probably would have paid Wiggins. Someone's not going to be on that team. So in one of those that two. Season. Yeah. And you have to see. And there's reasons to wonder whether either one of them will still be worth that kind of money. And I know you can say, well, look at everything they've done. I don't know. I You paid them when they were here. You're paying them now. I don't think you need to pay them once they're beyond their expiration date, right. so and to we're speak, not, for what they did. And I'm not going to, right, we're, there's nothing against Clay, but you've already paid Clay two years yeah. to not yeah. play. I mean, he was injured, obviously, but you have. Yeah. Right? I, I think that's the answer, and obviously it's not something you want to talk about right now. It's not pleasant, when especially when you need so much of those guys now. But at that point, well... One of them, if not both of them, it might be time for 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 the organization to move on from them. I think Draymond has too much pride, and the way that his game is going right now, and they're calling him Podmon because of all of his podcasts and things like that. You don't like the podcast, do you? I don't all mind the podcasting. It. I don't mind it. It was nice to see him in the gym with Boogie, right, and and not. Stirring up some drama somewhere. I want to see Draymond with a headset on, so he's the first guy to podcast during game. During game, that's what I, I want. want. Halftime. Yeah, I want half. They yeah. were actually joking, and people are can be so creative. They were joking with Draymond because during the finals, they basically took a screenshot of Draymond on YouTube from an actual podcast and changed the wording and it said halftime reactions and Draymond in front of a mic and for two seconds people were like no there's no way there's no way yeah yeah but 2024 Draymond and Clay after that 2023 2024 season they will both be free agents and I believe that's the same year Kaminga would be up for his extension and you already got Wiggins so whatever contract they give Wiggins we're thinking five years for Jordan Poole, Steph is good until, I believe, 2025, 20, 2026. You can't pay all those guys. I think for Draymond, he's not going to want to test the market because he's got too much pride, and let's be honest. The numbers might not look great, so I, I wouldn't be surprised, to be fair, if Draymond just retires. Right, right. I, I don't think I don't see him. Where is he going to go besides mm -hmm. the Lakers to kick it with LeBron? I just, I don't see him. I could see him doing that too. If they feel like, if the two of them feel now, like, hey, <laughs> that's, we'll get over the hump. We'll win another ring. But it, yeah, if it feels like, and, and yes, a lot of this, if they get two more rings here, then it's a, he's definitely not coming back. Let's say they lose in the finals or something like that. I could see the Warriors doing a one year deal and literally all of them moving into the, this will be our last dance. Yeah. So, yeah, and they, I think, will have a good sense of that if and when it comes to that. You just go back to Durant's last year. Remember, before the season started, Steve Kerr was talking that way. 
Mm-hmm. And that was before we knew that Durant was leaving. I think they had a pretty good idea that he was leaving because Steve Kerr was saying this this might be our last run with this bunch. So I think if it gets to that point, they're going to be aware of that. But, you know, they've had, and right now they have the two timelines going like a Christopher Nolan movie where you're like, right. did this happen already? Where am I? What's going on? Yeah. So uh, they're committed to the one for now with the veterans, but they're just as committed, I think, to the youngsters timeline. And when we get to that point, the years you're talking about, I think that'll be time. That's the plan is like, all right, if everything's gone as well as planned at that point, then it will be time to move off of at least one of those deals because it'll be time for one of the youngsters at least to step in and assume that that type of responsibility. And and, and that's two more that's two more seasons. Yeah. So you have two yeah, more seasons right. of this core. Hopefully you can get at least one more ring. If not, hey, you got four. Nobody's going to complain, but you got two more seasons. A lot of people, even our own Damon Bruce, thought that next season would really be the season where this team could be rolling on all cylinders because Kaminga, you're older, Clay, another year away from injury. So next season's going to be a big one for the Every season's a big one, but there are going to be expectations. And a lot of people, I mean, again, a lot of people still find ways to say, to disc, not discredit the Warriors, but they're the favorites going into next season. But a, the, the the trendy pick right now is the Clippers. Call me when they get on the court. Mm-hmm. Can, can, you, can you give me a call when these guys are actually I, playing? I will. I'll do that. Can I, can I, can I text you? You can text me, okay. call me. All right. Right. You can, you can do that. East. Because you'll be on the golf teams. course, so I know you won't take my call. Yeah, right, right. I'll have my, my AirPods in so I can. What's up, Whitey? <laughs> this one's for Eagle. What you got for me? <laughs> then you look at the East Coast teams, and we don't have to do this because the Warriors won. Bucks, they were a scary team. You lose Chris Middleton, it's tough. I mean, I guess my point is. They might have beaten them. Celtics if they'd had him. Probably. I guess my point is when you're looking at the Warriors these next two years, we should just enjoy everything, number one, because I don't know that you go into that 2024-2025 season with this core, depending on who they pay when. And again, looking at those contracts and looking at what's coming up for Wiggins and Poole, that and eventually Kaminga and Moody, right, as well, that is why some people are saying, look, as far as the KD thing, let's not act like this thing is going to go on for 10 more years. So how much of, how much of the timeline are you really throwing off depending on who you have to give up? Now, if you're giving up Kaminga and pool and all the young guns, then yes, you are destroying the timeline. Now, I, I feel like we're talking Doctor Strange in the Marvel universe. Right it's very now. similar. No, but, it is. It's, it's, there's a lot of similarities there. The Wiseman and Wiggins of the world. And I see you, 510. Uh, as far as I know, because 510 was talking about you can't do any trade involving right. Wiggins. And be- we know that. Yeah. But you For can. Yeah. You can, 510, as long as Simmons is off the roster. Right. You got to yeah. find a way to With get Simmons, Simmons off yeah. the roster. Right, so, right, so right. I'm saying whenever I talk about Wiggins, I'm just assuming they found yeah. a way they sent him to Orlando or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Right, right. Right. We're just having fun with that. Yes. So if it is a Wiggins Wiseman situation, if the Nets would do that again, if the Nets continue to crack a little bit and lower their asking price, you're not really messing up the timeline. Are, now, me personally, do I want Kevin Durant on the team? No, because this is the first thing everybody says. Okay, okay, we'll take the drama out of it. Just focus on basketball. I can't do that because that's not real life. 
You got Draymond gallivanting around, saying whatever he wants, and you got KD and his Twitter. I don't want it. It's oil and water to me. And number I, one. And number two, that's an old team. One injury. Right. You, we had we had Jonas Jurebko given heavy minutes. Great point. Yeah. I think the Warriors, as I said, I think they are really committed to this two-timeline plan because, like you just said, if you hit your wagon to Durant, yeah, that's going to be great short-term, but then the end of it all is going to come. You're going to be facing that much sooner than you plan to. Uh, on the text line here, Comcast Business text line, 888-957-9570. Uh, Draymond is without question preparing for retirement. The combination of pride and decline in his game will drive him onto the TNT set. And from the same number, we can enjoy this time, but Dub Nation needs to come to grips with the reality that we will eventually move on from this core. And, you know, it's difficult for fans, but the front office, I mean, if you look at what they're doing there, they're already planning for that. And mm-hmm. they would love for all these guys to play 10 more years at the height of their powers, you know, but it just doesn't happen that it, way. It doesn't yeah. happen that way. And I, I just, you just look at the direction Draymond is going. I just, I don't see him playing I'm, again. He's showing the most mileage because he's carried the heaviest load. He has. Yeah. He has. And everybody would say thank you Draymond for everything that you've done I was just literally curious because when you think about it, you just don't really know the logistics all the time so I went on when did these contracts actually end and then when I saw that Clay and Draymond are free agents in that same season mm-hmm. 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 now you asked me before we went to break about uh, Westbrook and the Westbrook thing yes. and for what it's worth I agree with you completely that that's well within bounds for anybody to refer to him as that. You're right. It's it's not new. I just think the fact that he had that terrible reaction to it where it's insulting my family. I think last year had to be just miserable for him. I agree. Like, yeah, you know, um, as I said, to me, he's always been very stubborn, and that's not uncommon for a great athlete. And when great athletes who are fueled to some degree by that stubbornness, that unwillingness to give in, when the end comes around and they have to go face-to-face with that, that's a hard thing to do. And I think that's where he was last year. I remember years and years ago, the great Bob Gibson, who was just fearless and relentless and, you know, it was the end of his career and he couldn't throw hard anymore. And he was saying, if I was a young prospect, they'd think I was a great prospect. It's like, yeah, but you're not. And you're just, you're done. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard. I think that's, we're close to that with Westbrook, which is why I'm so surprised that we're even talking about somebody getting him and paying him all that money when he was terrible last year. I know it was a bad fit, but he just played badly. You just need someone, he just needs to go somewhere and I, I'm not calling him a stat patter, but he just needs to go somewhere and he can do whatever he wants, right? Go to, and it sounds bad, but I mean, even going to Brooklyn, if they tried to make that deal, can you imagine? Just take a second to imagine Westbrook and Ben Simmons on the same team. It would be hot potato. It's a Spider-Man meme. Nobody would shoot the bat. They would have eight shot clock violations a game. Westbrook? <laughs> I think Westbrook with Simmons, well, he, he'd, well, let he'd let it fly. He'd let yeah. it fly, yeah. but that shooting yeah. percentage would be in the dumpster. Yeah. In the yeah. basement. Yeah. Oh, I think he'd be fine with that. And Simmons would be, I don't want to shoot. You shoot it. <laughs> Simmons yeah. like, I yeah. actually don't even want to play. Yeah. I want to go play video games, Call of Duty or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it is, I think, a bit of uh, an alarming trend here in the NBA where you have so many players now that even with they're under contract, they're like, I want out. 
you know, it's one thing for a free agent to say, I'm going to leave my team. Oh, but when you got guys that are under contract demanding trades and players, I'm all for player empowerment. But when you got players in the middle of contracts just going, yeah, I want out and teams have to, you know, bend to their will, that's got to be troubling for owners around the league. So, so yes. Number, so Durant gives his list. It was two teams. What type of list is this, right? <laughs> And Durant, if if he gets deal, dealt to one of the teams he doesn't want to go Miami to, Miami and Phoenix, right? Miami and yeah. Phoenix, he could just say, "I I, I want another trade." Right? Yeah. There's no end of this; yeah. it just never ends. I think the reason owners probably aren't freaking out is because, and I think the question is, how many players are going to have this power? That's really the question because obviously the GP2s, the Seth Curry's of the world, they're not ever going to have this power. Where where does that line get drawn? So we've seen Anthony Davis do it, we've seen James Harden do it, we've seen Kevin Durant now do it. Kobe back in the day requested a trade, didn't end up going through. He, they end up going back to back because they got him Pal Gasol. You know what I heard about that? I heard that there was a deal or two that was pretty much done with Kobe and the Bulls, but he wanted to play with Luau Dang. Mm. Luau Dang was in the deal. So Kobe said, oh, I'm not doing that. Really? That's how close. Yeah. Heard that on NBA Sirius. That's how close that came. Again, Marvel, the timeline. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah. yeah. Completely different. Mm -hmm. he, he goes to Chicago where MJ played. Mm -hmm. Let me uh, throw this hypothetical at you, and you may have seen this on the Comcast business text line. Uh, let's see, where did it go? We're getting so many here. Here we go. I apologize. Thank you, 925. Hey, by the way, send a text. Put your name on it, as Herm Edwards says. That way we can give you credit. Would you swap Kuminga and Moody for Ben Simmons as part of a three-way deal with Brooklyn if Brooklyn agreed to take on some of Simmons' salary? No. No, of course not. The reason I even bring that up is to the point you just made, how quickly things change couple years ago when the Warriors, they lost Durant, they were looking around the league and, all right, what are we going to do? How are we going to fill that void? And one of the guys they were looking at is they were looking at maybe Giannis becomes available, uh, maybe Embiid, or maybe Simmons. And then when it got to the point where Simmons was available, the Warriors, like most teams in the league, said, oh, we don't want that. Yeah, and maybe that's why when we're talking about these trades with the Nets, Everybody keeps talking about that rookie extension stipulation because who would want who would want Ben Simmons? It would have to be a team that just wants to maybe put butts in the seats. I mean, to be honest with you, Whitey, look, there's just something, and I know it's injury, and I'm not, I don't I'm not a trainer. We we don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons, but there's one thing I can tell you that I, I'm I feel fairly certain saying this: he does not love basketball, right? He had these same issues at LSU, where. It, you just he's just there. Now you wake up one day, and that's not to say he doesn't work hard. That's not to say he doesn't deserve what he has right now. I would put Kyrie in that same group, by the way. Yeah. You wake up one day. I think Kyrie likes basketball more than Ben Simmons, I would say. But I don't think he loves it. Sure. Yeah. And again, you wake up one day, you're Ben Simmons. You're six nine. You're a freak athlete. You you can dribble. You can do all these things, and you haven't even really tried. Then you would eventually get working, doing things like that, and you're a really good player. Nowhere in that situation does it say that you love the game or have to love the game. Right. You are just blessed with gifts and you've worked hard because, hey, does everybody love their job right now? 
Not everybody. Not everybody. I mean, Brian does. But. <laughs> it pays the bills or it pays very well. Well, I get to be an NBA superstar and get paid millions and do this, that, and the third. Sure, I'm in. But that doesn't mean that he loves the game. No, you're I do right. not think Ben Simmons loves basketball. I don't either, and I don't think you really can judge somebody for that. It's it's you know it's their right, but yeah. the it falls on the teams because in professional sports you have to find those guys that they they don't just want to win. We all want to win, right? We all would prefer to win in everything we do. You're gonna play a game like I I would like to win this uh, your golf round today. But if you don't, you're okay with it, right? But in right. pro sports, you need those guys that I have to win. Sure. And the assumption is that yeah. every every athlete has that Mamba mentality or that, you know, when we watched The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. But that's not true. Right. To some people, this is just a job. Right. Yeah. It's just a really cool job. So it's on the teams, obviously, to be really careful about who they're giving all that money to. I'm, I would go as far to say as I don't know if we'll ever see Ben Simmons play again. Hmm. I, I I truly don't know. I have no reason to believe it. Even just if you just look at him on the bench, he just looks happy to be on the bench. Mm-hmm. And and going to Philadelphia, that probably wasn't the easiest start as now, well. Do you see him as potentially? We talked about how the Warriors now filling out the back end of the roster. You got to find bargains. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's hey, people don't know how good this guy is. Sometimes it's finding a guy that you know what. Maybe teams don't want him for whatever reason, but we still think that mm-hmm. he could play. Could you see Simmons? Not now, but maybe Simmons becomes one of those guys down the road for the Warriors. No, you don't want any part of that, huh? Mm, I think there's, I I'm think with so. you. There's just too much. And, and same with Kyrie. Like, I don't know what I'm getting from Kyrie, but I would feel a lot better about Kyrie than I would about hitching my wagon in any way, shape, or form to Ben Simmons. Bless him. Wish him the best. Don't want him on my team. Right. Right, so this is NBA.com, the top remaining NBA, the seven of the top remaining NBA free agents. LaMarcus Aldridge, he could help. He would go vet minimum. Is he like 47 or 48 now? (laughs) No way he's that old, is he? Great career. No, not quite. He's probably 44. (laughs) Carmelo Anthony. Don't want him. Never wanted him. Yeah. Great career. Don't want him. It's a really bad fit for the Warriors. This is from a couple days ago, and for some odd, like they have... They have James Harden on here. I don't. I don't know. I don't okay. know why. Yeah, Montrez Harrell is interesting, but he's facing that drug charge. He had about three pounds of weed in his car, hmm. so I. That seems like some type of intent to sell or something. Mm-hmm. I know the NBA doesn't care about smoking weed, but I don't know what it's a felony drug charge. So that's probably why he's still on the market. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder don't really need another guard. And Colin Sexton I always liked him, but he didn't. He's made some So mistakes. out of the top remaining, they don't think any of these guys, any of the center, centers that are left besides LaMarcus Aldridge are considered the top. But what about a guy like Eric Bledsoe? Long in the tooth. He just got like DFA. Right? Yeah, he just got released. Yeah, but so. we don't need another guard though. Or I mean, or is that the GP2 replacement? No. I mean, he can't he's shoot. He's a guard. You're right. He's a guard. But yeah. The Warriors' whole thing is, and it's it's kind of similar to the Giants, right? The Giants were counting on having more contributions from their young players right now. They're not there yet. That's okay. They still have time. But right. the Warriors are in a similar situation next season. They're going to need some of the young players to produce, 
to fill that gap created by the departures of these free agents. As I said earlier, I, I wouldn't criticize the Warriors for letting those guys go. I understand why they did. That's great. But for this to work, then they need Kuminga and Moody um, and Wiseman to be productive players next year. They do. They do. And I'm going to pose the question here. Number one, I'm going to say this. 510, nobody wanted McGee, GP2, Wiggins, you name it, and the Warriors tournament to champions. Okay, 510, because all roads right now, Draymond was working out with them yesterday. All roads are pointing to Boogie. <laughs> They're all pointing to DeMarcus Cousins. Anytime the the when I'm looking, it's it's LaMarcus Aldridge, it's Boogie. There's not a lot of big men out there. All roads are pointing to Boogie. Hmm. All roads so are pointing your, to you Boogie. You said you're gonna ask a question. You mm-hmm. implied a question, but you didn't quite ask it. So that's your question. Do you want DeMarcus? No. Oh. The question yes. Well, do you want DeMarcus? And the question is. Do you need Wiseman to play this season and be effective this season in order for the Warriors to repeat? That's the question. Great question. 888-957-9570. Do the Warriors need Wiseman to be a productive player this year in order to repeat? Right? That's the Mm -hmm. question. Yeah. What do you got? 888-957-9570. That and, as promised, Dame Lillard. Is Dame doing it the quote-unquote right way? It's next. Alan Styles, Whitey Gleason, 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now back to 95.7 The Game. 
want to take just a moment to applaud the smartest listeners in radio and hang on. Bobby Frank, we'll get right to you here. 888-957-9570. Comcast Business Text Line coming to live here. Alan's question, and it's Whitey Gleason, Alan Styles on 95.7 The Game. Alan's question, uh, would you want uh, DeMarcus Cousins and do the Warriors need uh, production from Wiseman next year to win a championship? And Alan, people not only responding, but they're they're putting the names on it as mm-hmm. I asked them, and we appreciate that. Uh, Derek in Union City, the same talking heads that destroyed KD for coming to the Warriors, will not give Dame an ounce of credit for staying in Portland. His epitaph will uh, read, never won a ring. From the Sweet Daddy 415, it's imperative that Wiseman has to be productive and healthy next season for the Warriors to repeat. And from David in San Leandro, give me Boogie all day. So, yeah, thank you for uh, mm-hmm. listening and participating. Give me Boogie all day. Yeah. It's coming. You saw him in the Denver series. He did, a, I think, a little better job than I thought he would do backing up Jokic. But he's a backup center right now. I think the way the Warriors play, he would clog things up as much as he would have. Well, sure, but here's the thing. He's the backup backup. The hope is that you don't have to see very much of Boogie because Wiseman's out there. But the problem is you're not sure of that. So you have to have somebody. Now, is Boogie a type of guy at this stage in his career that's going to get mad about playing time? I would think not. But I would probably go LaMarcus before Boogie, but I haven't seen anything on LaMarcus. He had the health situation, then he came back. So I don't know what LaMarcus Aldridge's deal is. I see Boogie in the gym, and I see Boogie trying to get to work, and you know he's going to take that vet minimum. 888-957-9570. Bobby in Oakland, 95.7 The Game. How are you today, Bobby? Hey, good. How you guys doing, man? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I would say, yeah, we, we definitely need... Wiseman to really step, and I hate to put that pressure on him. And I think he can come uh, come come through. And the reason I say that is, you I know, mean, realistically, we won this championship on the um, the wins and the talents of, of Steph Curry, and then obviously uh, Wiggins have stepped up. But with the improving teams like Clippers and Denver, Mavericks, and you still got Memphis there. It's going to be a tough battle. And, and, and Wiseman has the ability to bring something different. Uh, the, the the length, the athleticism, and I think he can do it. But without that, I'm not sure if we even uh, repeat or even actually get deep into the playoffs. We just have to. Uh, we need something different from that standpoint. So that's my thought. Thanks, Bobby. I think Bobby and I have gone back and forth on Wiseman before. We don't necessarily agree, but I do. I think he's right. And the Warriors, it's two different things, Alan, right? I mean, on the one hand, you want Wiseman to show that he can stay on the floor and be a legitimate center, maybe back up Looney. But I think they next year they need more than that from him. They need him to be a productive player, a guy that other teams uh, have to factor into their game plans. And... It's his, what, this will be his third year, but really his second year as far as the actual playing that he's done. If you don't think that the Warriors need Wiseman, I do not want to hear because we won it this year without him because that's just lazy. You got to look around. You got to look around. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. These teams are all getting better. The Mavericks got better. The Suns are trying to do something. The Grizzlies will be better. The Jazz will not be better, but the Nuggets will get Jamal Murray back. Sacramento's going to be better, baby. The the, the two teams...
The Nuggets, they get Michael Porter Jr., they get Jamal, Jamal Murray, Murray back, and the Clippers, obviously, they get Kawhi and they get Paul George. So these are two teams right there. And the Timberwolves, I don't know what that looks like with Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns, but I know Anthony Edward is a stud, and that team's going to be good. All of these teams are improving, and the Warriors, they don't necessarily have to grab someone, but they need their second pick in the draft to be productive. And yeah. the idea that just because you won it last year without him means you don't need him to be productive, that's ridiculous. They also lost Otto Porter Jr. and yep. Bielitsa. 100% agree. So the center by committee, if Wiseman isn't doing anything, there's not even really a committee. I hope Looney plays every game next season, but there's a chance he doesn't. And Draymond's not getting any younger. Yeah, as you mentioned, you got to get better. I know shortly after the Warriors won the championship, Steve Kerr said something along the lines of, I think we can be better next year. And some members of the media reacted like, oh my goodness, they won a championship. They can be better? And my reaction was the same as yours, which was, you better get better next year. Because yeah. everyone else is too. Everyone they're else coming is. coming for you. Every, but they're not even the favorites. The Warriors are second in, in Vegas now because... The Celtics went out and got Malcolm Brogdon. Now the Celtics are the favorite to win the finals. 888-957-9570. Frank, uh, let's see. Where is Frank? The Dro? Frank's in the Dro on 95 something. What's up, Frank? Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning. Good morning. What's on your mind today about James Wiseman? How much do the Warriors need from Wiseman next year? You know, it's kind of a difficult question because it's not so much how much the Warriors need them. I mean, they do. But I also believe that Wiseman needs to play because, like you said, this is year three. And unfortunately, he has really nothing for the, for the tape, right? I mean, we're talking about very little college last year, none at all. So do they need him to play to win? Not necessarily, but they do need him to play, like I said, not just for the Warriors, but for himself to show his game because, you know, that was the second – the second pick of the of the first round, and uh, and I think he needs to show show out. Not only that, but we do need Boogie. I mean, he was here already once. We uh, we took him while he was injured, sat on him, waited. He played, and I think we definitely need a big body. You know, I think that's the one thing we lack is big body when it comes down to it. Thank you, Frank. Um, I don't agree as far as Boogie, and maybe Frank's right. I don't think there's any way, shape, or form the Warriors need him. Um, they don't. The way they play, they don't want necessarily the things from their center that he uh, gives you when he's playing well. Bless him. He had a nice, did a nice job last year with a couple of teams. Actually, ended up playing for one of his former coaches, Mike Malone, and was a pretty good backup for them. But I don't see that as a fit at all with the Warriors. Yeah, Jaden has been chiming in. Not Boogie, give me Dwight Howard or Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside is just weird, man. Yeah, that would be an interesting fit. I know there's been some character questions with him, so He's I don't just know. He's an odd guy, yeah. Yeah, Jaden is saying that Boogie can't move laterally, defensively. The thing is, I don't know. We're, we're Again, this is whoever's left, right? So... Whoever, they're all going to have flaws at this point. So whether it's Boogie or it's Dwight or Hassan, none of them, Boogie can at least shoot the three ball a little bit for some spacing. So it's essentially what the Warriors are going to give and what they're going to take. Dwight Howard, I would say, Dwight Howard and Hassan are pretty, you know, the typical standard of the centers. And Dwight, we can go back and forth on Dwight. The mm -hmm. bottom line is I would probably... 
and LaMarcus don't know what's going on there. The bottom line is the hope is that none of these guys have to play. Right. But you just have to have one of them on the roster because you don't know what Wiseman's going to do. Yeah, poor DeMarcus. Yeah, I think the texture's right. I mean, teams just stayed go right after him. Now, DeMarcus on the floor. All right, who's he guarding? Pick and roll. We're going right at him. Right. Carl in Oakland, 95-7 the game. Hello, Carl. How are you? Thank you guys for taking my call on this beautiful Sunday morning. Well said. Um, I am, I, my analysis of the Warriors for the last couple of years is that their weakest position has been at the center. Um, that's their real weakness, whether it's, you know, the guy who's playing up front or who's backing him up. So I see Wiseman as an integral part of, of next year. And we need somebody who can also physically move so we've got somebody who's who's a moving part of the dynamic operation that's the Warriors team right now. Um, the Warriors remind me of the old Nevada Las Vegas team running gun. So we need somebody who can who can flow with that. We don't get that. Now we've got all the rest of our players are going to have to work harder. Thank that's, you, Carl. That's my two cents. All right, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for listening. Appreciate that. I would say this, though, Alan. I think you could say that. You go back to any of the great Warrior teams, recent vintage championship team, I think you could say center was probably the weakest position even then. It was. Yeah. Zaza, Bogut. Now people will then say, well, in 2016, Bogut didn't play a game, so which which is it here, right? Did, yeah. did we need Bogut? Did we not? I think they did miss him in that seventh game, but whatever. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that, but... You don't need it to be an integral piece, but you do need something. And again, it's less about the actual person. It could be Dwight. It could be Boogie. It could be whoever. It's about spelling Wiseman, who's coming off injury and is still trying to figure out the NBA, and spelling Looney coming off an Ironman season where he played every single game. So I, I think when it comes to fit, I'm less worried about that because the hope is that they're not, they're not going to be playing a ton of minutes here. Mm -hmm. But yes, in a perfect world, you could you, you do want somebody that would fit and do both. I mean, even a even a Bielitsa who was kind of a mock center in a way, somebody like that. You, maybe you don't even necessarily need, and that's why I'm moving more towards. Do you need a, a a center specifically? Number one, it's positionless basketball at this point. Just go out and get you a Blake Griffin. He can hit the three ball. He there's no issues, right? There's no Hassan Whiteside issues. There's no boogie temperament, character, whatever. Just go ahead and get Blake. See what he can do. And I, I think Blake would be a good fit because he does space the floor. I will say this, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but you mentioned Bielitsa, and I think it's worth mentioning. He was in a lot of ways. He was sneaky good last year. I he mean, was. overall, he's like he he. And every time he'd come into the game, I would say, "Oh my goodness, he you know he can hardly stay with his own shadow." But there, and I think the Dallas game especially, they'd put him you know in the zone, and he did a halfway decent job defensively, which is like. As far as I'm concerned, that was a borderline miracle. Yeah. But, you know, he wasn't a major contributor last year, but there were times when he definitely did uh, contribute. He did. He yeah. did. And you just need that. And I feel that Blake Griffin can do that. Just do that. Uh, let's talk to Dirty on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Dirty, how are you? Hey, what up? What's up? Uh, thanks for your time. Appreciate you taking the call. Mm -hmm. uh, out here riding around this beautiful Sunday in San Jose. But, um, I wanted to basically just bring up how infatuated I became with this culture. You know, uh, I've been a fan since 
my first Warrior game, I always like to say this, uh, 1993 was versus uh, Shaq and Penny. Uh, Hardaway was hurt. He was on the sideline. We had Weber and Spreewell. And um, that's when I fell in love with the squad. Uh, went through a lot of hardships since then, but uh, I've come to appreciate this bunch because of the ownership, the coaching, and let's just say this, man. If, if, if Steph Curry had one last drop of sweat and it trickled down and, and Moody and Poole split it, I mean, just being there in the same gym, practicing with this guy day in and day out, uh, you know, learning from these, these guys, the Splash Brothers and then the championship culture. And honestly, guys, I mean, I, I don't mean to be all over the place, but if you would have put Moody and, 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 um, and, and you know, Kaminga in a little bit more in, in these series, you know, it would have not benefited or, or hurt the guys. Uh, they got the perfect amount. Um, they come they come into the summer with so much momentum and spunk. Uh, carrying it on around anybody who's a part of the organization, it just goes to show uh, that we could plug anybody in, almost. I don't want to be cocky, but I did a little homework on this kid, DiVincenzo, and um, in learning that uh, Dre and, and Steph had actually recruited this guy, it, it makes me second-guess why I didn't like the signing. Hmm. Um, these guys know what they want. You know what they want to do. Uh, they know who to plug in. And you know what? The centerpiece has been our weakest link. But where has it shown? You, you feel me? Thanks, guys. Thank you, Dirty. Yeah, DiVincenzo, I agree that he was probably the best move they could make given what was available. But I'm still, we'll see. I hope it works out. You know, he's not the player he was before he got hurt. Um, so we'll see. But I think the interesting thing, and we'll get back to the phones in just a moment here, we're talking so much about Wiseman today because he's making his summer league debut uh, today at, what, 4.30 against 430, the Spurs yeah. if all goes well. But uh, Dirty made a great point. You know, the Warriors have this knack for finding guys when they need him. GP2 was a great example of that last year. But to me, Alan, even the best organizations at that, there's no guarantee that you can just do that year after year because those guys are aren't always there. It's not your fault. Just those guys aren't necessarily always there for you to find. Sometimes you hit, sometimes yeah, you don't. Because yeah. they're all got, but again, they're limited because of the money. Exactly. So they're not purposely right. money balling it. And that's, we were talking Giants earlier. That's why yeah. people get annoyed with Farhan and the Giants because you farm don't, Han. Farm Han, because you don't have to money ball it. <laughs> farm Han, but he's waiting for the farm. Yeah. Farm there Han. Yeah, yeah. He's Farm Han. Yeah. So 415 and Jocko and, and four, the 408 as well, they both want Want Wancho Hernan Wancho. Gomez. Uh, yeah, and I see where I, they're going there. Did you see the movie Hustle on Netflix with Adam I haven't Sandler? Seen it, I'm sorry. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie, but and he's obviously the the main character. Bo Cruz was his name, and his uh, arch nemesis was Anthony Edwards, and they both did a really good job. Adam Sandler, you know, he always does a good job. Fun fun fact. If for whoever's listening who did watch Hustle, there's a scene where this coach, it's during the, it's the NBA clinic. And I may um, watch that tonight. You it's should, good, right? You should. And basically, Adam Sandler is trying to get Bo out of the game because he's a bit of a hothead. Anthony Edwards getting in his head. And there's a coach there who's like, Adam, or whatever his name is, mm -hmm. uh, Sugarman, we're good. Sugarman, we're good. And that coach who said it went to Dale Sal. That coach is greg st gene the saint one son oh. and we graduated together wow yeah yeah so if you see the movie you'll see him sugarman we're good here holy greg st. Jean. mackerel he's a saint he's saying. an holy mackerel that's his son he's an assistant coach for the nuggets now 
I met one of his sons once at a game, but I don't remember if that was a son uh, that I met. Great, great tidbit. But yeah, but there you go. Bo Cruz, a.k.a. Hernan Gomez. Yeah. I could see him being the, they're essentially saying the the Bielitsa spot. I could see that. So now we're talking, do we just not go quote unquote center? Do you just run it back with the way you did it? And let's be fair, a lot of times when you had the Zazas, it's almost to set a tone. Because when you had the Zazas and you had the Bogats, they never played at the end of the game anyway. Right. But here's the thing. You've got. Wiseman on your roster, and you need something from the guys on your roster. So I don't know if you have the luxury now of saying, you know what, we never get, we don't expect that much from our center. So we'll put Wiseman in that group because you did spend, you know, the second pick on him, and you're going to need something from somebody. That's why I say, yeah, I understand how, that the Warriors don't always ask a lot from their centers, but I, I think they are going to need a lot from him because he's, he's an asset that they've invested. A lot in. 888-957-9570. So let's get to Robin on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Robin, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. So, um, I want to talk, you know, um, so I'm always, they say, um, the fake fan because I'm always critical. I, I'm not, I, I'm not, I just hate the, um, I, I hate the word homer, but I, I, I like to just look at things from a realistic point of view based on the results. So I don't expect too much out of Wiseman based off what I've seen from him. Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see something tonight. If he, what he needs is, what he needs is reps, okay? Um, we did the same thing with Looney when Looney first came. Same thing, what we need from Looney. And I just think that this guy um, is just not, He's just not ready just yet. And so for us to say that, you know, we, that, you know, that we should, um, what should we expect? Expect nothing. And then uh, the last point I would like to make is about how Joe Lakeup um, built this organization, this, this the last caller, the culture. Well, you know what? There's plenty of articles out there, but the one that's my favorite is how a Silicon Valley venture capitalist built a organization and he 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 took the principles off the from the silicon valley venture and applied it to the warriors organization a basketball team and so it's very fascinating i don't know how many people actually know that he thought you guys thank you robin that reminds me of a story i read about um i think in michael lombardi in his book he wrote a book about belichick and al davis and bill walsh I think it's called Gridiron Geniuses because he worked with all these guys and he talked about their similarities. Bill Walsh was, according to Michael Lombardi anyway, the first one in sports to, to take that term culture from business because businesses used it. And again, it was about everybody having the same goal on the same page. And Bill Walsh, at least according to Michael Lombardi, is the first guy who applied that to the to sports and to the 49er organization and trying to make sure that everybody from the people on the phones to the PA announcers to, of course, the players were all on the same page and had the same goals. Mm -hmm. And now that is a word that's overused, right? Yeah, it's overused. But what, when we're talking about the Warriors, it's a real thing. I agree. There's, there's, there's fake culture and there's real culture. The Warriors have real culture. I think. And and again, you have to be careful because sometimes you say that word and you can see you start to lose people because of that culture. Yeah. Right. No, 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 no. Culture isn't, I mean, this culture is, a lot of it is Steph Curry, but it's not just all Steph Curry. Steve Kerr, 
It is Joe Lacob. It's Bob Myers. It's all of them collectively. It's Draymond Green. It's it's Kevon Looney. All these guys, and they do find people that do fit the culture. The word is overused because. You know, anybody that works at one of these startups out here, yeah, we have a great culture. That No, you have happy hours, a ping pong table, and, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and a stocked fridge, right? That's not culture. Right, culture and a lot is, of times bad teams will throw that around. We're going to build a culture here. It's like, no, you don't really understand No, you don't do understand it. You're, it. Not, you're not doing it. So the whole the bench mob thing, how you see the Warriors going crazy on the bench and just enjoying. I've always felt like I saw the Warriors kind of take it over the top and a lot of other teams started doing what the I remember LeBron and the Cavs and they're doing the bottle flip challenge when they're being the scene by mm-hmm. 30 and everybody wanted to emulate the culture that you saw with the Warriors. It looked like a lot of fun. But the thing is, that's just what you're seeing when you're either playing the Warriors or watching the Warriors play. You don't understand that that part of it, that's the happy hours. That's the ping pong tables. The real culture is what they're doing on the off days when the camera isn't on, when they're in the gym and everything that 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 Steph does. That is where the culture starts. So that is something that cannot be spoken enough about. And again, we were talking about when this last dance happens. It will be interesting to see what that culture is without Steph in the core three. But for now, this is their culture is second to none, honestly. Yeah, uh, that's one of the things that impresses me about the Heat because I think they also have a winning culture, even though it's been a while since they've won. And I know they had a good year this year and in the bubble they were in the finals. But, you know, they haven't won a championship in a while, but I think you can still see it there. They're always around. Yeah. You bring up a good point. I was about to talk about the Spurs, but you bring up a good point. Because we keep saying this term, bridging the gap. And I know we're almost up against it. So we'll go into this more after the break. But bridging the gap. Maybe I'll just tease it now. What does bridging the gap mean to you? Mm-hmm. All right. We have that coming up. Also, I'll tell you why. I think we may have to start looking at Wiseman the same way we learned to look at Wiggins. That's all next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 